This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so pleased to have with us Congressman Andy Biggs. Andy, how are you, Congressman? How are you this afternoon? Very good, James. Thank you so much for having me. We are delighted to have you. It grew from five members. By the end of it all, the it had grown up to 20. Of course, hostility from the mainstream press. Of course, hostility from even outraged members of the uh, Congress. The Taliban 20 uh, terrorist, Dan Crenshaw, called terrorists. Those are just among the names. But you made a promise to this audience, you made a promise to America that you were going to hold fast and you held fast. I have a question that comes from an audience member to you. Congressman, they want to know, is Mr. Biggs happy with the concessions they got from Kevin McCarthy? And the second part of that question, how confident are you that the deal that was made will be honored? So I'm, you know, James, I'm always, uh, let's just say I'm happy. Okay, I'm moderately happy. Um, you know, it was good. It was not as perfect as I'd like, but I think it, it, there's a lot of positives to take, and I'm not going to dwell on the negatives just yet. There's a lot of positives to take away, um, everything from the appropriations process and setting baselines for that, opening up the floor for members to actually participate, um, having rules that put in place that actually should constrain and prevent some of these massive uh, bloated omnibus bills that we have seen. Uh, you know, I, I think some of those things, giving us time to read the bills, all of those are incredibly positive. I think those should be the baselines. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mostly happy. I'm mostly happy. I mean, you know, I'm like, I'm like Nick Saban. Uh, you know, I wanted a perfect game. We didn't get a perfect game. We got a, a good game. So it's good. Uh, the, the next thing I would say is, um, uh, is how confident am I right now? Um, everybody seems to be, um, ready to move forward. Um, when I talked to people last week about the, the, these rules, even on the, the most liberal side of our conference, um, the, the people I talked to, I didn't talk to everybody, I talked to a few, they told me they actually liked all of the rules that uh, we were promulgating. So I think I, there's no reason not to be optimistic at this point. Um, and, and I'm, you know, you take the old Reagan deal, James, you trust, but verify. Now, let me just say something. I'm proud of you. I am proud of you. And you know what you said in the beginning, you did not want Kevin McCarthy to be the house speaker. And let me tell you why I think you succeeded. The Kevin McCarthy that was running for the house is not the Kevin McCarthy that assumed the speakership. For the past decades, the House has been run with, an, with a speaker that had imperial power over the House. They decided the whole agenda. They decided 
uh, who they were going to appoint, where, and that was it. The speaker was the boss. Nobody else could even offer amendments to bills. It was as if there were three people in charge of the government, the president of the United States, the Senate majority leader, and the House and the Speaker of the House. What you accomplished was that we got a different Kevin McCarthy as speaker than the one who ran. Now the House will be open. Look, if I were a Democrat, I would be happy too. Now, normally that's not something that would make conservatives happy, but I would be happy because of this. What we got is a Congress that is closer to the ideals that our founders set forth. And what you put in motion, what you, sir, put in motion was a reminder that the United States is supposed to have a government by the people and for the people where the people's representatives have a voice in that government. And I think you should be proud of what you did. I am proud of you. Uh, that is very kind. Uh, you're too kind. And I would just tell you, it, it certainly was not, it could not have happened without those other 20 people. I mean, they were, they were involved, they were engaged, they were committed, they were, they were there, they were, you know, working at it. And, uh, they took, uh, some of the heat, the abuse that was heaped upon us, the threats. Yeah, I, I you should hear some of the, the, uh, the, uh, voicemails i got from uh, from the some of the cartel members but it, but the point is it was a it was a team effort james that's for sure and and uh, uh you know i loved i loved my team well i'll tell you what what should people now expect for the from the house what should we one of the things that i thought was most interesting as this was proceeding the hill ran a story about the second or third day that oh no this little group of troublemakers and i'm paraphrasing this group of troublemakers in the house has now set the stage for there to be problems with the debt ceiling if they the, and in other words the debt ceiling is not going to be rubber stamped if these same people act out when it's time for that to happen uh, <laughs> <laughs> look it's 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 going to be a great opportunity for us to to debate and work this through and see if we can start becoming more fiscally responsible. Isn't that isn't that what Republicans run on? That's what of course that's what we run on. You, the reason that we've gone in the last ten fifteen years from eleven trillion dollars in national debt to thirty two plus trillion dollars in national debt is because we have failed to to put in in process. Um, you know, something that allows all members to kind of weigh in. And what this will do is if you want to spend money, instead of just increasing our debt limit and maximizing our credit card yet again, how about if we try to reduce spending in various places so we can make ends meet? How about that? And I think that there's, there's, there is going to be, I hope there's going to be the will in our conference to uh, to do that and and I think a lot of people um, talk that game and they're ready to walk that game. I hope. Any regrets? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. There's 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 some strategic regrets in there, obviously, and then of course, you know, uh, sometimes passions uh, come on and we and we say things a little unnecessarily. So, and uh, those are my those are my regrets, but. I'm. I look on on the single subject rule. I wish we'd had better link, a little bit better language in there, <laughs> James. Uh, but but you know, by and large, I'm not choosing to look back with regret. I'm looking forward and saying, 
let's be ready and and if we need to make corrections let's make corrections along the way but let's go forward and 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 give everybody a fair shot i i think you're right when you said this it's a different kevin mccarthy that's there um and uh this is his chance to really show that he is uh uh, converted, changed man, and and ready to lead us, uh, lead us strongly. And I hope that's the case. What are your fellow congressmen and women saying to you now? Now that we have passed this point, now that we do have a speaker, now that the House of Representatives is busy, uh, actually doing the legislative business that they were elected to do. Uh, what do you think? I'm, I guess I'm asking about the healing from those people that were bitter over the fact that how dare anyone object to a rubber stamp coronation. Have feelings subsided now in the Congress? What is it like working with members of Congress who were opposed to this? You know, uh, so far it's been great. Um, I've, I've talked to a lot of people. Uh, just We just had a vote. I just walked off the f- uh, floor to come talk to you, James, and after a vote. And that's when we tend to talk mostly. And I think people are, are really... Uh, uh, committed to to make this thing work. I said it in my floor speech last week. You know, this people may feel this is ugly, but it's just hard because we're trying. We're doing something different. We're doing something different than we have done, and I think that's a good thing. Um, but but we're all united. Mostly, uh, we we agree on ninety five percent of things, including you know both ends of the conference. And so uh, once we get past this, I think. I think we'll be fine. You know, so far uh it's been it's been fine. I think people have said, look, you know, I kind of got out of uh I was a little bit rough last week, whatever, but uh you know, I think things are going to work out. Wonderful. Congressman Andy Biggs, I think your nation owes you a debt of gratitude and the other 19 that stood so firm and demanded that things change. We got change. It's not easy. And change is incremental. I'm sure you wanted more. I'm sure we all want more. And I'm sure after this Congress is over, we're going to want more. But what we don't have is the status quo that we had. And that is thanks to you and thanks to the other 19 who stood with you to demand that things in the people's house, the House of Representatives, change. Thank you, sir, for being with us today. James, thank you so much. Good talking to you. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.